Today on the Take Back Your Damn Life podcast, we're talking about how you need to screw the cutesy shit and get clear, concrete, and practical in your personal growth. Hey friend, and welcome to the Take Back Your Damn Life podcast, formerly the Girls Tribe podcast, a podcast where we're all about empowering you to take back your damn life on your terms. My name's Ellen, and I'm a former science researcher turned coach. So basically, I know exactly what it's like to feel like you're living a life that's not yours, because I've been there too. Hell, sometimes I still feel like I am. I'm constantly course correcting, learning about myself, and finding new insights and tips that have helped me take back my damn life and create a life I effing love. This podcast is a place for me to share those things with you. On this podcast, you're going to learn how to get clear, confident on who you are, and get consistent and productive AF so that you feel empowered to get out of your damn head and take back your life too. Think of it like productivity, but not just for your to-do list, for your life. So with that, let's get into this episode of the Take Back Your Damn Life podcast. Hey friends, and welcome back to the Take Back Your Damn Life podcast. Y'all need to mentally prepare yourself today because I feel like I've got my sassy pants on. Actually, scratch that, I know I've got my sassy pants on because this podcast was actually supposed to be something different this week, but I ended up getting very, very inspired writing an Instagram caption kind of about a lot of the shit that I'd been doing wrong when it came to my personal growth. And when I say things I was doing wrong, I'm really talking about when it comes to creating my why. Like we're going to be talking about Simon Sinek and the whole concept of start with why a bit today, but also when it came to talking about my values and all of the shit I was doing wrong when it came to my values. And if you know me at all, this is a huge part of my coaching philosophy. This is something that I do with every single one of my one-on-one clients, every single one of my group clients. We talk about why. We talk about values. And it's so damn important to do so because this is like a driving force for you in your life. If you are somebody who feels you are underwhelmed by your life, you're under motivated and really struggle to show up, it may be because you don't have a strong enough why or you don't have clear enough values. I've actually done podcasts previously about how to go about finding your values, which I'll link in the show notes, but this is the first time I've ever really talked about why. And I'm going to be really, really getting into what people do wrong in this process. Why all this cutesy shit and some of the ways in which we approach this aren't serving us. And I'm really, really excited to get into that with you guys. But speaking of one-on-one coaching and group coaching, I want to make sure you know about all of the really, really awesome stuff that's coming up this month. I have so much stuff going on. I'm going to be a little bit of a run around like a chicken with its head cut off kind of thing this month. It is going to be crazy, but I'm so, so excited for it. And one of the first big announcements that I want to share with you is that I am accepting applications right now for one-on-one coaching. And this is a great opportunity if you are someone who maybe has some big career questions they're navigating. A big one that I'm often helping people with is the whole notion of, do I stay in my current job or in my current career path? Or do I do something else? If you're feeling that calling for more or for different or really questioning whether you're in the right place, that's something that I love, love, love helping people navigate through. Also, and this is a big one, if you are a high achiever and you feel like you are on a hamster wheel right now and have no damn clue how to get off of it, 
then I can totally, totally help you. If you fall into either of those two categories or you're just really looking to level up your clarity on who you are, if this whole conversation about values and why that we're going to be having today really resonates with you, head to coachellen.com slash coaching. Again, that's coach ellyncom slash coaching and go ahead and check things out. And if something seems like it's really jumping out at you, you're really feeling called to this, shoot me a message, send in that application, or you can reach out to me on Instagram. I'm at coach Ellen on Instagram as well. And let's chat about this as a possibility for you. So that's the first big thing that I've got going on right now is opening up some one-on-one coaching spots. But the other big thing I want to make sure you know about, especially if you're one of the people that resonated with any of the previous podcasts on burnout and boundaries, which again, I'll link those in the show notes if you don't know what I'm talking about, but you're curious then there is going to be a workshop that's happening at the end of the month that I am so stoked to hook you up with and to loop you in on. This is a workshop that I'm doing actually with a former client and a badass human in and of her own right. Her name is Nicole Hudson. She's from her newly formed company, Simply Hudson Co. Um, And we are coming together on August 27th of this month and doing a boundaries workshop. It's called Building Boundaries Protect Your Productivity because so much of what boundaries is about is productivity. It's about not burning ourselves out. And to do that, we've got to set boundaries. And we are going to make this process crystal clear. We're going to be walking you through all of the potential obstacles, all of the potential things that so many of us do wrong when it comes to building boundaries. We are going to hook you up and show you all of the ins and outs to really create boundaries that serve you, that protect your productivity, and that help you take back control of your life. So that's happening on August 27th. If you're curious and want to know more about it, again, feel free to reach out to me on Instagram or head on over to coachellen.com slash boundaries. It's going to be the best place for you to get all the information, check out the deets, but let me know. Reach out to me on Instagram if you've got any questions about either of those things. But with that, let's get into this juicy AF topic we are talking about, ditching all of that cutesy shit and getting clear, concrete, and practical in your personal growth. And I want to tell you what inspired this. So I mentioned that this really came from an Instagram caption that I was writing. And the really the first line of the Instagram caption, which the Instagram post comes out today on August 4th, it said, start with why. It's a cute TED Talk title, Mr. Cynic, but is that it? You know, it's all cute and nice to say, start with why. You need to have a why that motivates you, etc., But what really inspired this as I was writing this caption is I realized that this cutesiness, we can take it a little bit too far. When I first started creating my why, I thought it needed to be this, you know, eloquent, very powerful thing that, you know, inspired people when they read it. And I ended up coming up with this why that even though it sounds great and sounds like a cute little marketing tagline, which maybe this is why I thought this way is because he was talking about start with why from a very business perspective. You know, he was talking about if you're not familiar with it at all, um, start with why originated as a good, essentially a good way to do business. He mentioned this. Um, oh, God, I forget what I think it's called the golden circle. Um, but he describes in his TED talk, Simon Sinek does this notion of the golden circle and how so many companies instead of starting with why they do what they do, they start with what they do, that they make TVs or that they're a travel company or whatever. 
instead of talking about why they do it. And the example that he really, really hammered in this pod or in this TED talk was about Apple and how Apple's big thing has been about disrupting the status quo. And they create products that help people disrupt the status quo. And in watching this TED talk and in hearing this, you know, disrupting the status quo is a cute little tagline. It's something that, you know, everybody can fill with their own perspective on what it means to disrupt the status quo. And so for a long time, that's how I approached creating my own personal why. My own personal mantra or phrase or whatever that really motivated and empowered me in my life. And what I came up with years and years and years ago was take back my power. I worked out. I did all of these things to, quote unquote, take back my power. And I started realizing in the last six months or so that that wasn't resonating the way it used to. When I originally created it, maybe it did resonate. You know, I created it like six years ago, so I honestly don't remember at this point. But when I created it, I felt powerful doing the certain activities that I associated with this why. Fitness in particular. Fitness made me feel powerful. And so I developed this whole notion of take back your power, take back your power. But lately I've realized that when it came to building my business or when it came to creating more freedom in my life or when it came to things like hiking, take back your power didn't resonate anymore. And that's something I find to be really, really important when it comes to creating a personal why, a personal kind of mantra, if you will, that's really driving you in your life is it's got to be broadly applicable. It is impractical and frankly, a pain in the ass to feel like you have to create a why behind every single thing that you do. And so I started journaling on this and I was really, really navigating this and figuring this out during my group program, my group mastermind that I launched the first round of this month. And sadly, we just wrapped up like a week ago. It was so bittersweet. Oh my God, I'm probably going to do another round of it this fall, but still kind of navigating that and figuring that out. But anyways, during that mastermind, I started digging into this more for myself and realizing that take back your power. If it resonated before, it wasn't resonating now. And it certainly wasn't resonating now in all of these different things that I was doing. Hell yes, fitness still made me feel powerful. But powerful isn't how I would describe, you know, showing up in my business or waking up and really prioritizing me time. Powerful isn't the word that I would use to describe that. And I started to realize that whole take back your power thing, it was just some cutesy phrase. I really adopted it because it, sounded cute and catchy and it wasn't really encapsulating truly what I felt when I showed up in my business or when I showed up and prioritized my like morning routine or when I prioritized my sleep the way that I know that I needed to or all of these little very practical things that we kind of all need to do especially if we're going to show up at our best especially if we're going to show up and not burn ourselves out all of these things that we do to, as I mentioned earlier, get ourselves off the hamster wheel of just being a high achiever for no damn reason. It just didn't resonate anymore. And so I started to think about, okay, why do I do these things? Why do I set ambitious goals? Why do I constantly feel the need to produce and to do? Why do I 
thoroughly enjoy these pain in the ass, frankly, workouts that absolutely destroy me when I'm doing them? Why do I enjoy slogging up mountains and going on hikes? Why do I enjoy being an entrepreneur? All of these facets of myself that take back your power, that former version of my quote unquote personal why no longer seem to apply to. What was the driving force there? And I sat down and I journaled on it. I journaled on why do I do these things? Why do I do all of this stuff in my life? Why do I want to make, you know, be a good daughter? And why do I want to make my parents proud? Why do I want to be a good aunt or a good friend? What's the motivation there? And ultimately, the more I looked into it, the more I journaled on it, the more I realized that the driving force there, it wasn't around making others proud. It wasn't even about taking back my power. In fact, I asked myself, why do I want to take back my power? Why do I want to feel powerful? And I realized that all of these things were about making myself proud. I felt at my highest potential like my best self, all of that stuff boiled down to me being really, really proud of myself. Proud of when I showed up fully. Proud of when I put 110% into that workout. Proud of the fact that I actually show, showed up and shared and talked about my business. Those things made me proud. There were no regrets there. And no regrets made me feel proud. Pride, personal pride, not personal power, personal pride ended up being this clear, concrete, and very practical personal why that I could use to drive myself. And I really realized that I'd stumbled across the right why for myself when mid-workout, I could say, make yourself proud. Very succinctly, very clearly, make yourself proud. Not make yourself powerful. Make yourself proud. Where I could look at, oh, should I sit down in front of the TV and watch, you know, the next season of Westworld, which has been a binge of mine lately? Should I do that? Or should I work on my business? Well, what's going to make me more proud? It served as a check-in point for myself that could help steer me back to the kind of person I wanted to be and to help provide me motivation when I felt like I wasn't having any, when I wanted to just crash on the couch with a glass of wine or a bottle or whatever, no judgment, um, and watch Westworld, I could use that to steer me back to being that highest potential version of myself, the version of myself that made myself proud. That's what I mean by the cutesy shit versus the clear, concrete, and practical shit. The stuff that actually, even if it's not the cutest slogan in the world, that helps you take some inspired freaking action. That's the difference. And all of those things that I mentioned in there, if you've never created your own personal why, all of those things that I mentioned in there are great ways to go about doing it. All of these things that you find yourself motivated to do, or even if you're not currently motivated, you previously found yourself motivated to do, why do you do those things? Why do you want to be a good friend, a good significant other? Why do you want to be in good shape? Why do you want to build this business or be the best you possibly can in your current corporate role? Why do you want that? You discover your personal why by asking yourself why, however the hell many times it takes to get there. 
So sit down with a journal or if you're not a written processor, which I know there are many of us out there who aren't, sit down with like the voice app on your phone or record something on your webcam, not necessarily for anybody to see it, but just so you can have a conversation with yourself. Some of us are verbal processors and not written processors. So ask yourself why. See what you come up with. That's really step one to figuring out what your personal why is. And then kind of the bonus aspect of that is the what I was talking about with turn it into a checkpoint for yourself, just like I did. Like, is this making you proud? What is going to be the option that makes you proud of yourself? Because every why can be turned into something like that to help you check in with yourself and to ask yourself whether you're living the best way you want to. The other version of this is around your values. The other version of this is very much about those values and what they mean to you. Whenever I do values work with my clients, I have them both come up with their list of, I say three to six core values. I think if you get less than three, there's probably something that's missing. That's just my personal opinion. But I also think if you get more than six, I personally think five is a better cutoff. But if you get more than six, it's just like having too many goals or too many items on your to-do list. Your effort gets diluted and you're not able to live according to your values as well. But that's neither here nor there. Again, if you don't know your personal values, check back to that episode that I recorded previously. Again, head to coachellen.com slash podcast to check out the show notes. And I'm going to link all of this stuff in the show notes for you. But anyways, If you know your values, the first time I created my values, I got way the hell too cutesy with what my values actually meant and what my value statements were. And how I think of a value statement is you can think of it kind of like a personal definition to what the value actually means to you. But the first time I did this, I had these really pretty sounding, but frankly, just not practical statements like I almost had to work a little bit too much to figure out what the fuck they meant. But I can give you some examples here. So freedom is one of my values. And previously, I used to have releasing fear while trusting in and empowering myself to live my life on my terms. I've always loved the notion of live my life on my terms. But what does it mean to release fear while trusting in and empowering myself? What does that mean? And so one day, again, during the context of my group coaching program, I sat down and I asked myself, what do I actually think of when I think of freedom? What do I actually think of in terms of how that relates to the kind of lifestyle I want for myself? And for me, my freedom value very, very much relates to the hiking and the travel components of my life. It very much relates to having financial freedom, location freedom, time freedom. That's what freedom means to me. So I decided instead of all this cutesy shit, how about I just get really, really practical about what freedom means to me? And what freedom means to me is it enriches my life. But I really want to make sure I captured that experiential component. So I said, hell, let's just make it really straightforward and say enriching my life through experiences that bring me joy and perspective. Done. So much more clear. We're talking about experiences. We're talking about things that bring you joy. And I liked perspective because part of the reason I love traveling is that you get perspectives on other cultures. And part of the reason I love hiking is I love the perspective of being up high and seeing a different view on the world. Enriching my life through experiences that bring me joy and perspective. 
as opposed to, I might be hitting my microphone right now, so I'm sorry if it's making noise, um, as opposed to releasing fear while trusting in and empowering myself. It's so much more straightforward, so much more clear. Now, let's look at another one. Belonging. Belonging is another one of my values. And what I had before was deeply pursuing authentic connection through vulnerability and intuitive awareness. Not bad, but also kind of cutesy, kind of almost overly flowery. And I'll just be honest, I'm not an overly flowery person. So I don't know why I went down this route when I originally created my value statements. And so when I redid this, what I came up with was giving my full self to others, openly, vulnerably, and without fear. That's, you know, when I talked about pursuing authentic connection through vulnerability, what I meant there was I don't want to dilute myself. I don't want to be anything less than who I am around the people I'm connecting with, because that's when I feel true belonging is when I'm able to be fully myself, to be open, to be vulnerable, to be almost fearless in a sense, though I don't necessarily think fearless is a thing. I think you'll always have fear. But it was just so much more clear, concrete, and straightforward. I think so often in the personal growth space, we can get a little bit too cutesy. Whether we're talking about, I've really focused on talking about your why and your values and what your values mean to you in this podcast episode. But we can, we can just get too freaking cutesy in the personal growth space, especially when we're talking about personal clarity and the things that we want in our life. When, what if we just sat down And asked ourselves, what does freedom mean to me? I have a client who, and I think she was part of the reason that this got inspired, is for one of her values, her value statement is never something that I would have come up with, but I almost loved how crystal clear it was. It was starting each day as a blank slate. Each new day was a blank slate for her. That's how she wanted to approach her life. And I think she was the first one that made me realize, holy shit, this does not have to be complicated and cutesy. It can just be practical and straightforward. And I found that, especially when we're talking about your why, especially when we're talking about your values and what they mean to you, cutesy, if it doesn't resonate, if it doesn't make you go, oh my God, yeah, yeah, that's what I want. I want to be completely and fully myself. I want prosperity because it makes me feel safe and secure. Screw the cutesy, fancy way to say that. If you want safety and security, if that's why something's your value, just say you want safety and security because it's going to mean so much more and go straight to the heart so much more than the cutesy shit will. And I think that's really the takeaway today is if you find yourself trying to come up with an affirmation because some guru told you you should or coming up with a value statement because Ellen told you you should. I'll poke fun at myself too. If you're going to do that, make sure that you're not getting caught up in it being fancy and it being cutesy and it being super eloquent. Just say what feels true to you. If you're not a cutesy, eloquent, you know, flowery person, say what feels true to you. Get clear, get to the core, get practical and come up with something that just goes straight to your heart in a clear, concise way. Because that, my friend, is so much more meaningful, in my opinion, so much more impactful. I look at my values now and when I see authenticity and it says trusting my gut and my intuition right next to it, that's how I speak. 
Those are the words I use in my day-to-day life, not the flowery, cutesy shit I used before. And when I see that, I know it's speaking directly to me. And I want that for you too. So I feel like I rambled a bit today. In fact, I'm realizing I did this all in one take, which is something that has not happened in a while. But the takeaway here is if you find yourself getting too fucking cutesy with your personal growth, too fancy schmancy, screw it. Get clear, get concrete, get practical, and get to the core of what it is you want and what it is you're trying to say, whether they're talking about your why, whether we're talking about your values, whatever. Because that, my friend, is going to be the shit that makes the difference. So that is all I have for you today. I hope you got something out of this. It may be a slightly different place than where you're at right now, but still, I hope that it resonated on some level with you. And if you've got any questions, you feel like you need any help with some of the stuff that we're talking about here, please feel free to reach out, connect with me on Instagram at Coach Ellen. I would love to hook you up and help you out. But with that, that's all I've got for today. And I will talk to you next time. But before you go, one last thing. If you enjoyed the hell out of this episode, there's a couple things you could do. Podcasts grow and thrive because of you, the listener. You help me and my guests spread this message of taking back your damn life. And so I would appreciate it if you would share this episode. Maybe you have a friend that you think absolutely would love it. You could also rate the podcast, submit a review, or just share a screenshot on your Instagram story so that I can shout you out and send you a huge thank you. Otherwise, that's really it for now. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, friend, go take back your damn life. Thank you.